Right now on the lineup, another day, another inmate escape. Look at this guy running with his hands behind his back, still handcuffed. And police haven't seen him since. A tennis coach is charged with the unthinkable, but they say the latest accusation is far from his last. First, bus. The shot heard around the Delaware Valley. We'll talk to the kid who fired off an overtime buzzer beater to win a championship. Those stories and more on today's edition of The Lineup. It's Tuesday, February 27th, 2024. The Lineup is brought to you by TD Bank, America's most convenient bank. Hey, everyone. I'm NBC 10's Keith Jones. I'm Erin Coleman. Let's get you up to speed with what you need to know today, starting with... Another inmate that slipped through police custody in Philadelphia. Yeah, Aleem Borden, one of the several escapees of the past year. NBC10's Brenna Wyke explains what happened and what's been going on. Police say Borden is the sixth person to escape Philadelphia prison staff this year, and this time he got away while leaving a hospital in Kensington. The video shows part of his getaway. You can see he still has handcuffs on. Police say they arrested 29-year-old Aleem Borden Sunday morning after they found him sleeping in a stolen car. Police then took him to Temple University Hospital Episcopal in Kensington after they say he complained he was in pain. It was on the way from the hospital to jail when he somehow slipped away and made a run for it in handcuffs and all. Borden's escape makes him the sixth person to get away from Philadelphia prison workers in the last year. Back in May 2023, two men escaped from the Philadelphia Industrial Correctional Center after cutting a hole in a fence. They were on the run for more than a week. Another man escaped from the same correctional center while on work detail in November. And most recently, a 17-year-old murder suspect escaped from the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia while he was being treated for an injury. A woman also briefly escaped police custody back in September. Police say Borden pleaded guilty to resisting arrest and running from police back in 2020 in Cambria County. He's also been charged in the past with drug and gun offenses and has been charged with aggravated assaults. Reporting from police headquarters, Brenna Wyke, NBC10 News. All right, thanks to Brenner for that. Now to a South Jersey tennis coach accused of sharing naked pictures of himself with a teenager. Yeah, but the accusations don't stop there. NBC10's Katie Zachary has the story. This is someone who was trusted to teach tennis to young people. Police say instead he stalked, harassed, and showed nude pictures of himself. Police say this is where the abuse took place at Cherry Hill Health and Racquet Club. They've charged 60-year-old Ovidiu Dragos of Morristown with showing a naked picture of himself to a 15-year-old girl on his cell phone twice while attending group tennis lessons here. Investigators say Dragos also placed letters, cards, poems, and gifts in the girl's tennis bag over a two-year period while providing private and group tennis lessons to her at outdoor courts throughout South Jersey. Police say he also conducts private and group lessons at Cherry Hill Health and Racquet Club. This investigation is the result of a handful of law enforcement agencies working together, including investigators here at the Cherry Hill Police Department. Dragos was arrested yesterday in Morristown. He is being charged with endangering the welfare of a child, stalking, harassing, and promoting obscene material. Reporting from Cherry Hill, Katie Zachary, NBC10 News.
License plate scanners will soon be installed on four bridges connecting Philadelphia and New Jersey. According to our partners at KYW News Radio, the Delaware River Port Authority is allowing New Jersey State Police to install those devices. Yeah, they're putting the scanners on the Ben Franklin, Walt Whitman, Betsy Ross, and Commodore Berry bridges. Not to catch speeders, but to help police track down vehicles in criminal investigations. The scanners will be installed by late spring or early summer. If you haven't made dinner plans just yet, Got to listen up. Yeah, uh, East Pashunk Restaurant Week kicked off yesterday, and there's some good eating. Oh, my goodness, for almost two weeks, there will be dining deals at nearly two dozen restaurants in one of Philadelphia's most famous food neighborhoods. You can enjoy special lunch and dinner menus at places like Barcelona Wine Bar, mm. the Dutch, Punk Burger, and Juana Tamale. Mm. East Pashunk Restaurant Week runs through March 8th. You can get all the details you need on NBC10.com slash find it on 10. Cool. Hit that up for sure. Yeah. The best pro bowlers in the country are in Delaware this week. Yeah, the PBA Delaware Classic takes over Middletown starting tomorrow. Mid County Lanes is hosting the event. They've hosted regional events in the past, but this is huge because it's the first time pro bowling has ever been broadcast from Delaware. State officials hope this will be a strike for the state's sports tourism industry. And some of the guys in town say this could work out for a lot of people. It's a good central location for a lot of bowlers, especially up and down the East Coast, Eastern Seaboard. Uh, some of the Carolina bowlers and then up toward, you know, uh, New Jersey and then New England, where I'm from. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is the core tournament itself. There's two squads. It's 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. So basically, you enter our building from 10 a.m. to 10 o'clock at night. You're going to see the best bowlers in the world competing here. The bags right there. What are they? You've got a bunch of bowling balls? Yeah, I guess, I guess it's like a, it a three bag. Yeah. A three, three ball three bag. Ball bag, something like that. We're going to spare you any more chit chat about this, uh, <laughs> except to say the final is live on FS1 this Sunday. It's so funny. I was looking at the same thing. I was looking <laughs> at the bag. I was like, well, that's an interesting bowling bag. They got shoes in there, too. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, you know, you got your whole thing. Whole kit. <laughs> All right, the Flyers going old school to promote tonight's giveaway. Yes, it's a nod to the Will Ferrell movie. They showed off what thousands of fans are going to get tonight. Don't even start asking me those questions. We're in the end of December. We did it every day Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? He pulled out those uh, muffs to cover up his fragile ears from Coach John Tortorella's fictional curse word laden press conference. Those are the same earmuffs the first 10,000 fans will get when they show up at the Wells Fargo Center today. The Fly Guys take on the Lightning at 7 p.m. tonight. I think they're quite fashionable, actually. I like them. Let me tell you something. These things are warm. Right? They are warm. Mm -hmm. I can't hear a thing. No. Nope. I don't know what you're saying right now. Yeah. They're but, fuzzy. Yeah. And who doesn't want gritty earmuffs? That's exactly right. That kind of match your sweater. It matches you perfectly. Yeah. Mm. It matches our personalities. Yeah. And it's great. You like that? Cool. Let's just wear them for the rest of the show. I don't know about no, that. The Philly Catholic Finals uh, promised to be an exciting doubleheader inside the historic <laughs> Palestra, and it lived up to the hype. Yeah, both boys and girls teams left it on the court to battle for a title. We're going to start with the girls. <laughs> the packed house went wild at the end of the double overtime thriller. In the end, it was Archbishop Wood defeating Archbishop Carroll in the first game of the night. Final score 54 to 52. And now check out the shot everybody's talking about. Oh. Wow. The overtime buzzer beater gave Roman Catholic the win over Archbishop Ryan in the boys' championship. Winning basket came from Kabe Goss. It's the intention to take that shot. Coach said, if you got to shoot it. Coach said, if you got to shoot it, I felt like I had it, so I shot the ball. My team needed me, 
so I had to step up today. That's all that was. That's all that was. That's so cool. But be some beautiful basketball. Mm-hmm. This is Roman Catholic's 34th league title. A lot of success in that school. Very cool. Big yeah, shot, too. Beautiful shot. All right. There is uh, some backlash over breakfast on social media. The head of a major company had nothing but good things to say about a meal that signifies a struggle for a lot of people. All right, find out how people are calling them out when we come back in 30 seconds. Here we go. Here I go again. Introducing the all-new TD Clear credit card with no late fees and no interest, just a simple monthly fee. That's predictability, even when expenses aren't. Four dollars? That's bananas. It's a pair. Oh, man. The all-new TD Clear credit card. That's how credit can be unexpectedly human. Call 1-844-TD-CLEAR for details about credit costs and terms. Shoppers, they're calling out Kellogg's CEO for insensitive comments he made on CNBC. He was praising the trend of eating cereal for dinner, which a lot of people are doing because they can't afford anything else. Meanwhile, social media notes that CEOs make a base salary of a million dollars a year, not to mention bonuses and all the other incentives they mm -hmm, get. Right, uh, right. They're also complaining that the name brand cereal costs more oh, than heck, others. Yeah. Kellogg has not commented on the controversy. Cereal is so expensive. Yeah, it's but you also crazy. can't be tone deaf. Right, right? exactly. Exactly. What people are going, no, no, what people are going through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, how much you spend at Wendy's will soon depend on what time it is and where you are and how badly others want it too. This is wild. In order to improve company profits, Wendy's is testing dynamic pricing. That's a Time-based pricing strategy that companies use to increase or decrease prices for their services or items depending on the time and demand. The changes expected to come in 2025 include adding digital menu boards that can easily change prices. So just like Uber with those like it's surge, surge prices, pricing. That's what it is. You got to deal with that for food. Mm. I don't yeah. Know if I so like that. if somebody um, if somebody really wants uh, what's Wendy's main burger called? I don't know. Uh, the Baconator? What is that? What's a Baconator? <laughs> I don't know. A Big Mac? What is it called? Well, if somebody really wants whatever the burger is. Right, right, right. And I think they got a bigger up. problem if we can't name the uh, the burger. Good grief! I can't think of the burger. <laughs> what is it, Meg? It's it's Timmy. It's the Whopper at Burger King. It's the the it's cheeseburger, cheeseburger is what Tim said. It's called no, the cheeseburger. it's called something. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, geez. Let's move on. Yeah, because I didn't think of whatever it is. Uh, a sealed box of hockey cards just sold for 3.7 million bucks Ooh. at auction. Yeah, but no one knows what cards are in the box. Here's what could be inside. 30 cards considered to be the holy grail of hockey cards. One of them being a Wayne Gretzky rookie card from 1979. The auction house says whoever bought this probably won't even open the box anytime soon. A father-son duo found the box recently while cleaning their house in Canada. And here's what that Gretzky card looks like right here. So this bad boy right here will net you $3.7 million. The caveat, it's got to be mint condition. That's the other thing, which you presume these cards are in an yeah, unopened box. Yeah, in an box. unopened box, and it didn't have any water damage. Right, right. But could you, if you found them, first of all, who has a, a whole box of hockey cards that's in their attic they just haven't opened? It's crazy. A. Yeah. B, if you found it all these years later, could you not open it? No, you have to open this thing. That is some willpower. Because think about, like, you buy something for $4 million, you're making sure that thing is in pristine condition and it's stored well. So you've got to watch out for humidity. you got to yeah. watch out for a flood. Like, it's cardboard. But That's the person who bought it is banking on the fact that there is that Wayne Gretzky card. Right, right. And so much more in there, too. There could be multiple 
you know, high dollar cards in true, there. True, true. Unless they're trying to resell it, or the they box could be ten years later. Or they could be, or there could be nothing. In, like you exactly. Know, who knows? Exactly. Maybe it's a dud of a box. Mm, who knows? Isn't that just fascinating? Do you open it or do you not? Right. By do the you way, see? it was the Baconator. The it Wendy's was, Baconator. The Baconator. I actually got that right, which is crazy. That's just I didn't know that was their main. That was the, that's their main thing. Apparently, yeah. I don't think I've ever had Wendy's. Oh, I've had Wendy's. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wendy's is good. Yeah. So it just depends on where you go, when you go. That's right. Go first thing in the morning. I don't know. Totally. Right when they open, get the, get the good pricing. Mm -hmm. That does it for today's edition of The Lineup. For Aaron Coleman, I'm Keith Jones. Remember, you can catch NBC10 News updates right here on the NBC10 app. And catch us weekday mornings from 4 to 7 a.m. Everything is muffled with these huh? things on. What'd you say? Right. Have a good day. <laughs>